0: It's the Monday edition of Portal Combat. As the Aloy and I um, add two pieces today. Um, they add a six foot six, you know, uh, wing guard, Marcus DeMostrom, SIU, who is an all MVC player, coming in as a fifth year, uh, you know, really nice quality player. And then they add Justin Harmon, uh, a 6'4 guard out of, originally out of Chicago, um, who is was at U- Juco and then at Utah Valley, who is six foot four, uh, athletic combo guard that uh, had a great NIT run. Um, so let's start off. The first commitment of the day was Tabask, the kid out of SIU. I think people are more familiar with him just because he played in state. He's also the former Wisconsin Mr. Basketball. And uh, you know, picked Illinois over Notre Dame, Clemson, and Wisconsin. Although I, it sounds like he didn't really like Wisconsin because he was still mad at him for not recruiting him in the first place. So, um, but the Illini get him. What are your thoughts there, um, uh, Mr. Mike Cagley and Kendrick Prince are with me here. What are your thoughts on uh, Damas, the kid from SIU? Mike, you're a Saluki alum. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think he's the type of player that will be excellent for the Illini. Got really good ability to knock down shots. And now that he won't be the main man, he could really be a benefit. You know, if we're looking at at Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins returning and he's got defenses worried about those two kids, he's going to be able to be quite a, um, you know, quite a complimentary player. And sometimes guys just fit better in the role of being the guy who, who knocks down openings that are presented as opposed to being the guy that the other team is geared to stop.
0: Ked, what do you think?
2: Um, My thoughts, honestly, I was, I never look at at like who's really recruiting a guy, but I mean, his list was pretty impressive. You know, if you look at the people that were trying to go after him and, you know, like you mentioned Clemson and Iowa state, um, I know Wisconsin tried to get back in the mix with him again, but, I mean, I think he is a good piece to a puzzle. I think a lot of people were asking me today, I mean, which is kind of crazy, but you compare him a lot to Luke Goody. I think they're different players. I think um, I think Luke is I think Luke is a probably a better shooter, but I don't think, you know, uh, Damascus is a, is a bad shooter. I think he's going to fit in nice with them. I think the part of his game that, you know, probably is underrated is his passing ability. I like how well he can pass, and I don't know what kind of offensive system Illinois is going to run next year. I mean, I have no idea, but traditionally, when you run a uh, Brad Underwood's offense, you know, you got to be able to pass, put, the, put the you know ball in the hands of people where they can score. So, um, But he's a proven guy, and I like the fact that, you know, uh, it looks good on paper that he was a Mr. Basketball guy. I mean, I don't know how that, that I'm not sure that's going to translate to Illinois, but he's got some size, and he's an older guy, and you know, Brad's has always talked about, under has always talked about being older, you know, and this kid's an older guy. And, you know, it's kind of weird getting a guy from Wisconsin too as well. I mean, people haven't talked about that, but that doesn't happen very often to Illinois. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, it's interesting. This is a, uh, this is a guy who, in addition to being a Mr. Basketball from Wisconsin, you know, of course he played at Southern Illinois. So you got a lot of guys in downstate Illinois who are very familiar with him. My take is that you've got a guy who is proven, he can play at a high level. Some people talk about athleticism, but he's really strong. And sometimes strength is that athleticism uh, makes it makes a difference. You know, maybe you're not the quickest, but you know positioning and you understand how to defend. He graded out really well as a defender. He's uh, shot fifty percent on open catch and threes, catch and shoot threes, which is ideal for this Illinois team. As they, I don't know. They, they did not shoot 50% on catch-and-shoot threes last year. Let's put it that way. So uh, they need shooters, and, and he fills that role. I think he's more. Like you mentioned, Ked, good he might be a better shooter, but this kid does more off the bounce. He's a better passer, does more things with the ball. So it gives a, that's a, a better option there. So I, I think that's a good one. Um, the second commitment, of course, uh, tonight was from Utah Valley, Justin Harmon, Chicago native, a kid who grew up uh, – You know, in Chicago, loves the Illini, wants to come home, and he chose to do that six foot four. His NIT run, you know, was spectacular. Um, Scored 80, I think it was 83 points in his four-game run to the NIT Final Four, um, including a a 32-point game, one game, um, shot 52% from the field, shot 41% from three in the NIT just really showcased himself and made a lot of high majors take notice on justin harman and from what i'm told everybody you know talking to people around the atlanta program this kid is one of those guys he's a dog um got a little bit of that you know kind of Trent frazier swag you know that he's going to get after you defensively and he's got the athleticism very good now you check his synergy stats also extremely good uh, defending uh, off screens and off ball screens, so he's a guy who doesn't get screened. He's able to fight through screens, and boy, that's a nice thing to have um, uh, for Illinois on the defensive end. Mike,
1: yeah, I, I like this guy. Um, particularly, we saw what happened last year. If you don't have somebody who can at least capably handle the point guard position occasionally, and this way you're not locked in. You know, hopefully there there may be another individual in the transfer portal or sometime coming into the transfer portal that Illinois might like at starting point guard and you just can't get a guy like Nico and make him have to play the point guard as a freshman you know or or you know Draven either way and this provides an opportunity that that injury or a technical foul or a couple games sickness or concussion can't put the Illini in a bad place and when your coaching staff learns from things that happened to them this year and apply it for next year, what else can you ask of them?
2: You know, uh, I'll tell you what I like, you know, to the fact that it's hard to say what this roster is going to look like, because I know, you know, we all know that there's a possibility of them landing some some more guards, another guard at least, um, but it's not one, maybe two, um, at least one for sure. But it is nice to have a roster. What my thing is kinda of like what Michael said, you don't wanna be, you know, caught with one of your you know, your pant leg down because last year, you know, you had Scott Clark and he was an injury away from being out, then he left and then JNF was was injured. I just don't think you can put yourself in a situation where you want to be empty handed. You want a full roster and you want a, a roster that's old because, you know, if something does happen and, you know, and, you know, Mike has joked about this a number of times. It's like every player on the only roster at some point will have a concussion if not that they've had one. So you want to be prepared for stuff like that. You just, you know, and you're, Brad, you're right. His NIT run. I mean, I watched a lot of the game film today and I mean, he was outstanding and I hope that that carries over. To Illinois because he was just, I mean, he was scoring at will, you know, and I'm not, we know you have to have defense to win, but, you know, watching Illinois struggle last year offensively was just like pulling teeth. And I mean, I was just awful to look at. So hopefully Mm -hmm. that these guys can translate over to what we've seen with some of these other guys with both transfers, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. You know, and I think that, you know, obviously Illinois is going to add a point guard. They're going to add another point guard, and uh, you know, I don't even think the point guard is in the portal as of now. Although I, I think you know, there's always there's always lots of talk and people have made guesses about who it's going to be, but I do think that um, there's a lot of they're going to add a point guard, and so now you're adding these other guys as secondary ball handlers. I think it really makes a huge difference as you're trying to run offense. You get guys that can shoot. Now, Justin Harmon, not people don't talk about his shooting, they talk about his driving. So I was looking at his synergy stats. Um he was thirty-nine point six percent on um, open threes, catch and shoot threes. So what that tells me is you get him uh, you know, we look at a lot of the shots that Illinois was able to create last year for guys like um, you know, RJ Melendez, you know, whether it's Sincere Harris, whether it's Jaden Epps even. Or Sky Clark before that, a lot of wide open shots that they missed. You know, if they have made forty percent of those, or fifty percent in Damas, Damas case, boy, that's a different season. As you look at Illinois, and, and so now I think you so you've got guys that fill fill roles. You get Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins back. You have your your key players. You have guys that fill roles. Now you need a point guard, and you need a big guy, and, and and you just and I really think this team could be really good heading into next season.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think the the key thing is is it looks like, you know, the coaches are trying to review who fits with whom, and the other thing is is that you do have to to think now there's an opportunity, you know, where you get guys who can all shoot those shots that. I think Illinois led the country in losing games where if they would have shot to their normal level, they should have won the game. And that's not a stat you ever want to be at the top of the country. I want to
2: see teams – I really. want to see teams how they defend them. If they actually have to guard Illinois, you know, like when Trent Frazier was there, you had to make sure you close out with Trent because Trent could go on a run you know, just watching them not be able to make shots was just awful. And I know the one thing that you know people may not look at, and some people may know because we talk about it on our message board is the kind of guys you want to, in the locker room. I know that's a big part of what's happening right now. I mean, you want to put together a good roster, a group of guys who can get along, and guys who are willing to go out there and to win. And the ultimate goal is the team goals, if that makes any sense. So. Uh, again, i I like the start. I know fans were kind of worried to be you know to begin with because all these other schools were picking up transfers and putting pieces together. But I think Illinois put a list of guys that they thought was going to be in the portal, who might be they put them on their board, and I think they're going after them and if you look at it right now, brad, you I, I, you mentioned it. I mean, it's a nice piece to add if you can get Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins back, it will be nice to see. Coleman Hawkins actually played his position. It would be nice to see Terrence Shannon play his position and not guys having to be doing things out of necessity because I think it hurts their game. It hurts their draft stock. It hurts the game. It hurts the team. I I mean, Coleman Hawkins, you know, when he didn't have to play the point, I mean, early in the year he was struggling shooting with the ball fakes and pump fakes. They kind of took it out of his arsenal, and I think he shot a little bit better. He looked more comfortable shooting it, so now I want to see what it's like when he's with players that are older and guys who know their roles and who can make shots other than just have it, rely on Terrence Shannon and him.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, you know, having guys who can, you know, play these, to play their proper position. I, I know I've talked to Coleman Hawkins about this. Um, I, I think that you have, he wants to be a power forward. He does not want to be a, a point guard. You know, and you had to at Purdue, although he, and he did an admiral job at Purdue, don't get me wrong, he did a great job helping Illinois come back, but that's not where you want him to be. You want him taking, you know, whether it's posting up smaller guys or taking bigger guys out on the perimeter, it's as a, as a four man, as a stretch four type. Um, that's what you want from Coleman Hawkins. You want Terrence Shannon attacking from the wing. You do not want him being the guy who has to be the primary ball hander, bringing the ball to the floor. and It just wears on you, too. I mean, I think it. you ask them to do more than they should have to do, and they shouldn't have to do that this year. I mean, if, if they can add a point guard, and then you have guys like, you know, um, Harmon and, and, and so forth, and Damask as well, you know, not to mention, you know, Draven Gibbs-LaHorn, you've got Nico Moretti, you've got a lot of point guard depth that you didn't have. And you can say they're freshmen, yeah, they are, but they're freshmen in a third string or backup role, as opposed to freshmen who are your primary ball handlers. And I think that makes a huge difference. Um, you've also got a sincere Harris, who now has a year of experience under his belt and another off season to work on getting better. And I think that's uh, that's important as well. Yeah, so, I
1: totally I totally agree with that. Um, you know, Brad, you're saying that um, basically people need to stay tuned because the Illini aren't done yet. This was just uh, um, kind of getting, you know, getting the fits right in some of the, the positions, but there's a lot more ahead. Is that is that what I'm hearing from you?
0: Yeah, there's no question. There's going to be more. Um, there's more more guys that are coming in the portal. I mean, they're going to add another point guard. They're going to add a point guard, a key. Point that Carmen's a combo. Damask played like a combo. Um, so the, they have guys like this uh, who can, they're going to add guys that that can that facilitate and get these guys like Harmon Damask, these open shots to get a guy like Luke Goody, open shots. And I think when you get that, boy, that just changes everything offensively. Terrence Shannon gets, you know, easier driving lanes because you have shooters around him. Um, I think all those things that come into play and I I think that's why Illinois has a chance to be, possibly, you may not have the same talent level from a one to five position you had a year ago, but man, you you may have a team that fits a lot better together than what you had a year ago.
2: You know, I don't want to cast a stone and be done with this, but I still hope, you know, that there's a chance for Hunter Dickinson, you know, to be able to, to suit up for the orange and blue. I mean, he's in the portal, so you know, it's perfectly legal to talk about him, but I hope that pans out because what that does for me is that it puts Illinois in a different class. You know, you you land a guy like him, and then you get that point of guard that we're all t- talking and thinking that they're going to get. I think instantly i becomes a the top five team in the country with Coleman Hawkins and Terrence Shannon coming back. I think they'll have depth, a guy that we don't talk a lot about, and I think he will make some improvement next year. I think they Danger will make some improvement. Um, he'll improve. And with the transfers, I think they can be really, really dangerous, and I think Brad Underwood is addressing the, his needs. But if they could land a hunter because – Let's face it, I mean, they, they made a big splash last year with Terrence Shannon and Matthew Meyer. I mean, I think he puts them over the hump. And, you know, you look around the other Big Ten schools and they're all making those big acquisitions, and I think Illinois needs to, to make theirs. And he would be a nice, nice piece to add, I think, if, if they could land it and make that happen.
0: So, and I guess, so, here's what, here's what happens. And here's another thing people have to understand here, that you cannot... If you have a Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins and and, and you have those guys come back. You, you're going to have to pay them money, I mean, and I, and I know that you don't you hate to say this in college athletics, but you know this is reality <laughs> you're going to, have to pay them chunks of money. You just got two guys who uh, you're going to give them a little bit, but these are not like massive NIL guys right. So you need if you want to get a guy like Hunter Dickinson, then you've got to pay exorbitant amounts of money to get a guy like Hunter Dickinson. If you do, obviously, then your team with Hunter Dickinson, Coleman Hawkins, Terrence Shannon, let's say point guard to be named later, I don't know, and somebody else. I don't even know. You can there's so many options. Maybe it's uh DeMoscue or whoever. This that team can win. Like I mean, I I I'm not that team has a chance to do really well because your bench then becomes Dane danger and Ty Rogers and Amani Hansberry and Luke Goody and Justin Harmon. And you start looking you think, Draven gives the horn. Yeah. Nico Moretti, who is another guy who's a solid got backup point guard, you know, third, probably your third or fourth string point guard, but man, you've got like 11 guys. That you feel confident you can put on the floor and they 11, 12 guys you can compete. It handles you for any kind of injuries, any kind of um, issues with that. Um, I, I really think that this is that's the this is the way to go. Now, the problem with the way Illinois is going about it is that let's say you bring it, you the guys they're looking at bringing in. You are talking about a team that literally. What could lose like everybody after next season, because of all the fifth year guys, I mean you almost be starting from the 24 class plus some of the returning freshmen. And then a bunch of new guys and that's it after next season, so I think that's a little roll of the dice, but again Illinois is in win now mode and i'm not sure you can in today's landscape of college basketball. You can't take a year and say this is going to be a developmental year if you're going to do that they should have done it last year. And just said, hey, we're going to roll with our young guys, and, and and let win, lose or draw. We're going to we're okay if we have it down here. They didn't do that. They went after Terrence Shannon and Matt Meyer, um, brought in Dane Danger in the fall, you know, winter as well, and they said, hey, we're going to go win. We're going to try and win now, and, and that's what they're trying to do. And I think they're doing that again every year in the portal era is going to be like this, and, and people just need to get used to it because it, it 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 all changes, and that's just the nature of the beast right now. Guys, what are your thoughts on – what are what are, your, what are your thoughts on this era of portal combat where you're having all these changes every – I don't know, every – seems like every year it's a whole new roster.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I wrote an article about that um, like March 29th about putting together a roster, and I think potentially, you know, you're looking at probably two high school kids a year because you've got to play them or they leave – the perfect world you'd have one super stud and you'd get one other player and then you bring in you know what and obviously you've got your your team and then you bring in whatever you need to fill in in the portal but i do think with the lack of patience with the ability to get nil money from other schools and the ability to transfer one time i think the marketplace may really increase in terms of nil funds and competition may really increase on the on the guys who are in the transfer portal who've had a good freshman year who are going to be sophomores and they won't be able to transfer again i think that may be the really the the tool along with you know trying to recruit your you know everybody wants a top 25 player but that doesn't happen very often i think those may be the two building blocks for for teams
2: I think Illinois set the tone last year, Brad and Mike. Um, When they went out and got Matthew Montaner and Shannon, I think it caught some of the other Big Ten schools by surprise. And I think the whole transfer portal thing for me, if Illinois wants to play the game, they're going to have to pay players. I mean, give them their NIL money. Excuse me, I said that wrong. Um, You're going to have to because if you don't, these other schools are going to do it. And and I, I, I'm not all opposed to winning with high school kids. But, Brad, you just gave a good example. You're going to be old this year, and the next year you're going to have – I don't want to say you starting over, but it would be nice if since St. Harris and Ty Rogers are still there and, and Luke Goody, those are three guys to build around. But are they good enough guys to where you can go out and compete and win a Big Ten championship with? I know this is – Tough. This is hard for a lot of people, especially the three of us. We're about the same age. This is a different era, and if you want to get the big boys and you want to play with the big boys, and you know you, you got you have to go get them. You can't go out there expect to compete with the top teams in the conference if you don't have if you don't have the top talent. And I'm so far that you know they've done that. I think they're going to have to continue to do it. Um, it's different because every year the roster is going to be different. I mean, you don't know, you know. You know, like Coleman Hawkins is a dinosaur now because he's been up for three years, and, you know, and even Luke Goody. I mean, those days are, are – they're done. I mean, anybody can transfer whenever they want, and it's happening. So, it's scary. It's good if your team is into it and they're being aggressive. But if your team doesn't have the funds and they're not doing it, it's a, not a good place for you, I don't think, the transfer portal.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think you're spot on there, uh, there kid. As usual, expect nothing more less let's talk you know i i really think the one thing everybody's talking about a point guard and i think that's the most important position because i think you can you can skate by a little bit with um the bigs that they have i mean they're, they're gonna need that or another big but point guard's really important but you mentioned hunter dickinson i i think a guy like that they need a one one star to go along with a terrence shannon um and a, you know, a Coleman Hawkins. and yeah, They're a star. And, and I don't know that, you know, a mid-major point guard moving up, no matter how good they are, will is going to be a star. But I think he'd be really good. So maybe, the, maybe we spend our NIL money on a big guy. Does that seem like a good plan for this squad? What are your thoughts? Yeah,
1: I, I do think, you know, the, the guy who can protect the rim and go out and guard a little bit on defense and stretch opposing defenses by hitting the occasional three, there are not very many of them. And while I'm not going to sit here and argue with anybody that guards aren't the most important thing in college basketball, having a big who can do all three of those is pretty rare. And if the Illini can find their way into acquiring one, I, I would think it would be huge, particularly when you guys talk about players being able to play the positions that they want to play. Well,
2: my thing is, and this is probably the looniest thing you're ever going to hear from me. I, Brad, to answer your question, for conference play, I'd rather have a big. For the NCAA tournament, you give me a guard. I watched those guards the whole tournament, and they were outstanding. They single-handedly dominated the tournament. And let's face it, Illinois won Big Ten championships and tournament championship. They need to try to win it in the NCAA tournament, and I know you can't just get one guy and get rid of the other one. But if I had to pick and choose, if you could give me the best point guard in the in the in the portal, a guy that could just make shots, a guy that can make free throws, a guy that could just literally get to the rim and find other guys, and then guys that can knock down shots, I want that guy. I want to see somebody just run a team and somebody who's just jet quick and who puts pressure on the defense from the mid-range game from the three-point range and who can go both ways and, you know, dribble drag. I just want to see that that guy because they've not, I was great, but that, you know, that wasn't his game. But even though he was a, he was tough to, you know, to guard, but I would much rather see that. But in the big 10 play, you can either cause it's a long season, it's a tough conference. You're going to have to have that big guy. So, But if I had to pick and choose, to be honest with you, because they do have Colin Hawkins and Dane Danger, who I think – who's more than willing to give you 25, 30 minutes a game. 25 at the match, and Colin could give you some three. He could give you some minutes at the five. Get another guy in the portal who can back – who can give you some minutes if that's the case.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, The one thing I would say is the the team that won the national title had the two best – they had the best five-man combo, though the best center yep. positions with the Klingon yep. and Sonaga uh, who rumor is one of those guys made the portal, the, the, the trying to get NIL money. And, the, you know, and you kind of wonder with big guys, like a Hunter Dickinson, him going into the portal makes sense because there isn't a, there isn't a huge contract for him in the NBA, unless he's a stretch, unless he can shoot the three, right. If he can space the floor, shoot the three a little bit more better. Um, do more of that, but really there aren't big guys like him who aren't great laterally, aren't going to find a role in the NBA. So you might as well maximize your value in college and get a $1.5 million NIL deal. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting definitely to watch that. So, all right, guys, I'll, I'll let you guys take your uh, final thoughts on on this day of portal combat and what you're thinking about. Uh, the Illini, as they uh, go through this uh, this, uh, this March and April of uh, craziness. Yeah, well, the
1: number one thing I'd like to see is is when Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins make their decision. And, and I really do hope both of them come back to the Illini. I, I enjoyed watching them. But I'd like to see them make that decision sooner rather than later because it allows uh, the coaches to sell the potential – transfers on the talent that Illinois has accumulated and maybe it'll make it easier to get that point guard and center, knowing that you have two studs that are coming back plus the rest of the roster. Illinois would be a very attractive team to be a point guard or a center on with those two pieces in place.
2: I think it was a good start. I mean, considering they did not have anybody in, you know, in house I will tell all the listeners out there listening, uh, Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins, they're watching closely. They know what's going on, and I know they're talking to coaches, and, you know, so they have a much better understanding of who Illinois is going after because a good roster is going to be very enticing for both to, for both of those gentlemen to come back. So it's a good start, and I'm going to continue to watch. And, you know, the fans, you know, make sure you guys get on our message board because, you know, Brad does a really good job of making sure, you know, of – you know who Illinois is after, and I'm watching the, the transfer portal more than I, I see myself in, in 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 the mirror at times. So we're giving it to you. Um, just it's it's a fun time of year, it really and truly is. So I mean, but today was a good start. So we'll, we'll see what things what things land.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch. We still have a lot of time left in this portal. In fact, Eldoy didn't get their first commit last year till April 29th with Terrence Shannon. Um, not counting Dane Danger, who was at the semester, and then Matthew Meyer was in May. So I think there's still more guys that are going to enter the NBA draft, pull out of the NBA draft. There are guys that are going to enter the portal later on. There are still guys out there, and I think they're, that we're going to have to wait and see what happens um, with those guys. And I think once they get those guys, we're going ha- to then, then you can really look at this roster. But it, I, I'm telling you guys, don't panic yet. Illinois is going to add a point guard. Illinois is going to add another big guy. That's their plan, and we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I will tell you this also. Illinois has, and I, and I say this, they have at least, and I'm not, I can't list the names right now um, because there's still a lot to play out. They have multiple guys who are backups ready to go in case Coleman Hawkins doesn't come back or in case Terrence Shannon doesn't come back. There are other options still out there, that they're going to add, so they're not going to—they're going to play with like eight guys. They're going to add players, no matter what happens. I, I, I promise you. So there are lots of guys out there that they're still monitoring, that they're still keeping track of. So, all right, people, thanks for listening uh, to Portal Combat this edition. This is of course uh, April tenth, and uh, we'll probably have another Portal Combat every week as we kind of go through this on thirty for thirty, trying to figure out. What's next uh, in this crazy world, and, and and we'll try and keep you up to date on what's going on on Uh Head on in the message boards; you can find out all kinds of information about. You know, uh, we we also do breakdowns. Ked, we're going to do interviews with these guys. Ked, Ked's great at getting those guys and talking to them. Also, we have, um, you know, other things you'll have on there: breakdowns from synergy stats, advanced statistics. So you can see how they fit with the alina program. You'll also see on alinguides.com. Uh, a list of guys that they, they keep it They're keeping tabs on, and we kind of will keep that together um, every day or two. I will post an update um, with a list of guys, list of situations that's going on, what's going on with um, with portal, what's going, what the coaches are looking for, what they're thinking, and, and so forth. So lots of stuff at IlliniGuys.com, of course, and uh, you know on on our, our uh, podcast, I on the Alini, uh, Mike Cagley, Ked Prince. Um, Kendrick Prince on there often we're doing all kinds of stuff on there and of course we've got the weekly radio show the Illini guy sports spectacular where you can find out what's going on um, in the Illini basketball world on the radio now which was released as a podcast every weekend as well in addition we've got big sports radio also released as a podcast you can follow all the other big 10 teams we have numerous writers from other big 10 sites that uh, will come on the show and talk about their teams we also talk to you know, football coaches, basketball coaches from the Big Ten as they have their press conferences and, and give us information there. So it's a, it's a great time to subscribe to IlliniGuys.com, all kinds of information. So um, when you get a chance, you want to find out first, that's the place to be. So uh, for Ked Prince, Kendrick Prince and Mike Cagley, this is Sturdy for 30. Thanks for listening.